before being reconciled to him, before the drops of blood from his beloved son soaked into the dirt on the hill of Golgotha, before the stone was rolled away and death was no longer our slave, God loved us and knew us as his adopted sons and daughters. There is no salvation without the initiative that God took in loving those whom he hated. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. We're a podcast that's dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. We're thankful that you've decided to join us on your lunch break. And we do ask that if you love the content of this podcast, please make sure to share this with your friends and family. And if you follow us on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to hit that five-star review. Today, we put a bookend to our study on the attributes of God. Although in reality, we see God's attributes on display in all that we study about Him and in the hymns that we sing. In our first episode, we talked about what it means to know God personally rather than just to know about Him. We spoke of the importance of studying His attributes in an effort to know and understand who God is. With the help of Isaac Watts, the 18th century hymn writer, We studied a few of these attributes. We sang hymns dealing with his infinite nature, his immutability, and his sovereignty. And today, we're going to learn more about his love and his grace. In the beginning, God loved us. This is a truth that so many of us profess. We recite it in creeds, confessions, and in the verses that we memorized in Sunday school. Yet often we do not grasp the weight of the idea of God loving us and how that love has played and continues to play into His eternal plan for us. Before being reconciled to Him, before the drops of blood from His beloved Son soaked into the dirt on the hill of Golgotha, before the stone was rolled away and death was no longer our slave, God loved us and knew us as his adopted sons and daughters. There is no salvation without the initiative that God took in loving those whom he hated. It was through that love where the first drops of blood were poured out in Genesis 3.21, where the Father provided a covering for our shame, an image that paralleled the cross, where it is through his Son that the Father provides a covering for our guilt and shame. It is that love that declares us innocent of all ungodliness and propitiates His wrath in the accomplished work of Christ. That is where His love is revealed to us. Sin, that intruder into creation, that contradiction to the perfection of God, was all over us. He could not look upon us as that fellowship was broken through the one trespass. And He could not but recoil against that which is the contradiction of Him. What we justly deserved for that sin is His holy wrath being brought down on us like fire. It is in that love that the Son willingly set aside His glory and said, I'll do it. It will be me. And Christ became the willing sacrifice for us. And what we received instead was the demonstration of that love and grace as He supplied His Son as our substitute satisfying his wrath 
in our place. In his song, The Glory of God, Shilin puts it this way, All of his attributes meet at the cross, the place where Jesus Christ was smashed to satisfy God's righteous wrath. It is that love that flows to us through Christ that frees us from the estranged relationship with the Father where we can come out of hiding and be reconciled to Him. And friends, there is nothing reckless about love like that. Psalm 103 is a psalm of David that celebrates the love that the Lord has for His people. Isaac Watts paraphrases this psalm in his hymn, O Bless the Lord, My Soul. In this hymn, we are called to bless the Lord and to never forget His benefits. We are called to reflect on His mercy as He forgives us from our sins. He is the Lord God, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He does not deal with us according to our sins. Thank goodness for that. Instead, He has removed our transgressions as far as the east is from the west. So far, have they been removed from his sight. His ways were made known to Moses and revealed to us by his beloved son. And it is through his son that we find love, redemption, and grace. The question that we posed at the beginning that came from the Westminster Shorter Catechism is what is God? And we found the answer that God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, and holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. We hope you have enjoyed this series from the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, where we have looked at the attributes of God. We hope that it has been a blessing to you and you have found it beneficial to you. It is one thing to know about God. It is another to know him and who he is. And it is our prayer, brothers and sisters, that you know him today and you know of his love for you. Oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Let all within me join and aid my tongue to bless his name. Whose favors are divine Oh, bless the Lord my soul Nor let His mercies lie Forgotten in unthankfulness And without praises die Tis He forgives your sins Tis he relieves your pain Tis he that heals your sickness And makes you young again He crowns your life with love When ransomed from the grave He that redeemed my soul from hell a sovereign power to save he fills the poor with good he gives the scoffers rest the 
proud and justice for the oppressed his wondrous works and ways he made by Moses known but sent the world his truth and grace by his beloved son we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. I'm Frank Aiken, and as always, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Enjoy your lunch break.